So a combination of both can work really well as because they're also complementary platforms, right? Not everyone's on Facebook, not everyone's on Google, and a lot of people are on both. So you can reach people in different areas and create a really holistic strategy. I usually say a combination of both works really well. Hello, and welcome to Smart Online Marketing, where I chat to switched on entrepreneurs and experts to chat about smart strategies to build your business in a profitable and sustainable way. My name is Katie Griffin, and I am in the digital marketing game. I specialize in Google Ads, and I've worked one-on-one with clients such as Showpose, Wimoka Law, and Snuggle Honey Kids. And I also have my own course, teaching small businesses how to grow profitably using Google Ads. If we haven't met before, I'm a kombucha-loving Real Housewives apologist, alongside my love of all things pop culture, and yes, that does include the Kardashians. I'm a mum of two, a self-confessed hippie at heart with a love of all things business. Hello. On today's episode, it's just me. I'm going to be doing a quick tip episode. So it'll be just a bite-sized little mini episode about the differences between Facebook and Google ads. Because I think that there's often a lot of confusion or people are like, why would I do Facebook ads over Google ads or vice versa? Or should I be on both or which is better for my business and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to kind of cover the main points of difference and the common questions that I get when it comes to the differences between Facebook and Google ads. So I'll dive into that shortly. Before I do, I just want to let you know that I am currently enrolling or registering people into my free Google ads bootcamp, which is a five-day mini course. It's got plenty of fun challenges to complete. It'll teach you the five foundational elements of a profitable Google ads account. There is a pop-up Facebook group included where I'll be going live every day. It starts on the 22nd of Feb. Sorry, depending on when you're listening to this, hopefully you'll still have time to register and it'll be a bunch of fun. We'll have a couple of thousand people join. I'll be going live in the group, like I said, and answering any questions on Google ads and helping you get unstuck. There'll be The daily challenges are designed to teach you the really core foundational elements or core concepts inside Google Ads. So number crunching, setting goals, keyword research, conversion tracking, we'll cover each of those in really bite-sized training videos. And there's also, I've added in some pre-challenge videos, which you can watch immediately when you register. So there will be just some helpful videos that will teach you some of the main aspects of getting to know Google Ads and why Google Ads are so great for your business. So I really hope that you join. And you can do that by the link in my show notes or head to katiegriffin.com forward slash bootcamp and check out all the details there. I hope to see you inside the group. So today's episode, like I said, I'll be talking about the main differences between Google and Facebook ads. And just to get everyone up to speed, Google is paid search. So when I'm talking about Google ads, I'm mainly referring to when you type something into Google, those ads that pop up there. So there are inside Google ads that covers YouTube ads, Gmail ads, remarketing ads that display on other people's sites. But when I'm talking about Google ads, the majority of your results will come from the performance of your search and shopping campaigns if you're e-com or just your search campaigns if you're a lead generation service-based business. And that's when someone types something into Google, then your ad pops up or your ad is eligible to pop up and someone clicks on it and goes to your site. So they're the ads I'm talking about. I'm not kind of going to be covering all the different aspects of YouTube and all that in this, because that's just way too much to cover, but I'm going to be comparing Google search. So the Google, when you're searching for something on Google and versus, you know, your traditional Facebook ads. And when I'm talking about Facebook ads, I'm also covering 
you know, another name for that would be social ads that covers your ads on Instagram as well. So with Google, the way that you pay is usually different. So the one of the first differences is how you actually pay for the ad auction. So when someone types something into Google and if your ad shows up, but no one clicks on it, you actually don't get charged for that. So you're going to get charged. It's a cost per click or a CPC basis of auction. So that means that you want to get charged if someone clicks on your ad. So that's one difference. Whereas usually on Facebook, you'll be getting charged on a CPM method, which is a cost per impression. So even if someone doesn't click on your ad, you will get charged for your impression, for showing the ad to someone. And Google is paid search. So it relies on someone typing something into Google. Whereas on Facebook, you don't have to rely on anyone typing anything into anywhere. They're on the Facebook app or they're on the Facebook desktop on their browser. And so what that means is you have more opportunity on Facebook to actually disrupt. It's more of a disruption, interruption style marketing, whereas Google is more of that capturing demand style marketing. So on Facebook, the benefits of this is that you can reach people higher up the purchase funnel. So you could have people that are problem aware, but not solution aware, or they don't even know they've got a problem yet. So you can, for example, the way I use Facebook ads for for my business is that I use Facebook ads to drive uh, challenge registrations for my upcoming bootcamp or bootcamp registrations. And I put Facebook ads and Instagram ads into people's feed. Now, people aren't actively searching on Google for a Google ads bootcamp or a Google ads challenge, or maybe they're searching for a Google ads mini course, but Google isn't the best use of my money in terms of as an ad platform in that situation because people don't actually know that that solution is, they don't know, first of all, maybe that they have a problem. They're not thinking actively that I want to learn Google ads or they're not actually actively thinking that there's a solution. So there's a solution to that problem. So in that situation, I use Facebook ads and Instagram ads to drive leads into my mini course. Whereas a different situation would be the benefit of Google is that it actually captures people when they're at the they're literally typing on Google, they know what they want, and you're about capturing demand. So usually people are further down the purchase funnel. They're usually mid, like if you've got, if you think of the, the sales funnel, which I do cover this in um, one of the pre-challenge videos as well. If you want to dive more into top of funnel, mid funnel, and bottom of funnel, I go into where Google ads is best. But essentially Google ads strength lies in when people are in the middle of the funnel and in the bottom of the funnel. Whereas it usually is too expensive to acquire a new customer if someone's in the top of the funnel on Google ads, because you have to go after really researchy based terms. Like let's say, for example, we'll use my example again. If I'm trying to get people that are wanting to learn how to do Google ads, I might have to bid on keywords such as what is Google ads. Now that's someone at the top of the purchase funnel. They're not quite product or solution aware yet. They're just answering, they're just asking a general question. So they're more informational based search queries. What is, how do, those sort of based search queries. So that is more expensive to acquire someone or to get someone to convert on your site because you actually have to take them from the top of the funnel all the way down to the bottom of the funnel to be able to get a conversion. Whereas when someone's typing in something like uh, learn Google ads or Google ads course, that is someone that's in the middle of the funnel, they're solution aware, and they're actively looking for that solution. So the strength of Google ads really lies in that mid to funnel and bottom of funnel 
stage of awareness. Whereas Facebook ads can be really great at that, like I said, that top of funnel awareness where someone's not actually aware, they don't actually know that they have a problem or they don't actually know that there's a solution around for it. So you can get people higher up the purchase funnel, more of that prospecting type marketing. That's where I see the benefit of Facebook ads, whereas the benefit of Google ads is actually really being targeted. You're targeting people that are in the active solution searching for a solution, searching for a solution to their problem, you're able to target them when they're really warm. So that is kind of a difference of how the stages of the the buying cycle, and that doesn't mean that you can't reach people in Facebook ads that are in that mid to funnel and bottom funnel. You definitely can through things like remarketing and all the the other areas that you can utilize Facebook ads, but they have a, a strength in the top of funnel area that Google doesn't necessarily have. And like I said before, Facebook is more of that interruption style marketing. So you're browsing along your newsfeed, you see an ad, you haven't been actively searching on Google. Whereas when you're on Google, you're it's not interruption style marketing because you're actually searching on Google, you're on the platform. Whereas when you're um, on Facebook ads or when you're using Facebook ads, you're interrupting someone when they're chatting to their friends or they're browsing their favorite, I don't know, whatever it is, accounts on Instagram. So you're getting in front of them when they're maybe trying to do something else. Google is hyper-targeted. So if you nail down your keyword research, which I'll help you to also do in day five of the Google Ads Challenge, the um, boot camp that I'm running, it's hyper-targeted. So if you actually nail down, if you understand how your customer researches on Google and what sort of keywords and phrases and language they use on Google to search for your products and services, it's hyper-targeted because you can reach them when they're actively searching for you or for a brand like yours. So that's why it's a really powerful way because it, it matches someone where they're at. So someone's looking for a solution, you show an ad, you get the click, and then you might get the sale or someone might get in touch with you. So it's really powerful in that way. It's also different creative. So majority of, so your search campaigns on on Google are text-based ads. So it's usually a couple of different headlines and a couple of different descriptions and some extra ad extensions on top. And if you might be shown, you might see image ads as well on Google, which are called shopping ads. And so it's a combination usually of text and image, but predominantly, you know, your Google search ads are going to be just text-based. Whereas on Facebook, it's more of a creative medium. So your image really does the talking and then your text might come come secondary. So your image, especially if you're on Google, if you're on Instagram stories, your image has to do the talking for you. You can have text overlay now and they have removed some of the overlay um, text limitations of that 20% on Facebook, but you're still, your image and your creative really does the talking. When people are in the mindset of, I need to optimize my Google ads creative, it's not as much, you don't need to optimize your creative as much on Google because you're not showing the ad, the same ad to people over and over again. Whereas on Facebook, you might be showing the same ad to someone over and over and over again. So there's a bit of a different mindset when it comes to creative optimization on both platforms. And Facebook usually requires more creative optimization. Whereas on Google, you can get away with less creative and you do other forms of optimization. The targeting, the audience targeting is incredibly different as well. So on Google, you're usually using on your search ads, you're using keyword-based targeting. So someone types something into Google and you're trying to match your keyword, what you're bidding on to that search term that someone types into Google. So you're trying to match your customer and match your ideal prospects where or what they're typing on Google. So you're actually bidding on different keywords. That's on your search campaigns. On your shopping campaigns, your product title, so what your product, um, you know, if you're selling dresses, your product titles, the descriptive nature of that product title is designed to match your ad, your product ad to what someone is typing into Google. So 
it relies a lot on your title optimization and also your keyword optimization. So those are the two main targeting methods on the search network. Whereas on Facebook, you're, you've got a wide variety of, you know, interest-based targeting, demographic, uh, lookalike, all those sort of different audience targeting that you can overlay and test out, but you're not bidding directly on keywords. So you're not bidding on what someone's typing into Google necessarily. You're bidding on, you're trying to get someone based on an audience profile or a sub, you know, demographic profile of what they, they fall into, whether they're married, whether they have kids. And whether they visited a certain web page. So you're more trying to target someone based on interest-based targeting and behavioral targeting, whereas on Google, you are looking at more keyword and title targeting. I know these are really nuanced differences, but it's just important to get an overview on what the differences are and maybe listen to this episode a couple of times if it's your first time getting your head around Google ads. uh, And that might be helpful as well. So like I said earlier, or touched on earlier, Facebook is better if someone doesn't know what they need yet. So you're actually get telling them, hey, you might need this product or service. For example, I might see something for a new baby and I am looking to buy something for a new baby. You know, I don't know that I need that product yet, but an ad has served me at the right time and I'm in the right mindset and I go through and I buy that product. Whereas Google doesn't do that necessarily. Google waits until I'm actively typing on Google. So the question always comes down to like, which is better? Which is better, Facebook or Google? And I always say, look, it depends on your your offer, your product, what sort of business you have. If you're, if no one knows what product, if no one's searching on Google for your products and services, like if it's a totally new innovation and no one knows what it is or there's no demand for it yet, Google isn't the right channel for you because people aren't going to be searching for what you're selling and therefore you're not going to see any volume or any sales or any people clicking on your ads that would be a situation where Facebook would be superior. On the other hand, if people are actively searching for a product and solution, that's where Google might be a better platform for you. In most cases, though, a combination of both works really well. So a combination of both can work really well as because they're also complementary platforms, right? Not everyone's on Facebook, not everyone's on Google, and a lot of people are on both. So you can reach people in different areas and create a really holistic strategy. I usually say a combination of both works really well, and there's no you know, with a lot of the iOS 14 changes that are coming out. As I'm recording this, Google have not announced any changes apart from their app-based campaigns, which don't really affect any of my clients or any of the clients that, or any of the students I work with. So it's, it hasn't affected Google yet. There's been a lot of obviously big changes when it comes to Facebook with the iOS 14 changes there. But at this stage, Google hasn't been impacted by that, but that could be coming in the future as well. So we are at a point where there could be some big changes coming, which there always is in the Google landscape. But unfortunately, I don't have any information about that at this stage. But in terms of what works better, it is a test and see, really. It's testing and seeing what resonates better with your audience, keeping in mind that they both have different attribution models and different ways of um, recording conversions and things like that. So that's also another difference is the way that they track performance. So it's always good to keep that in mind. But both have got really good strengths, both have really good remarketing capabilities, and both work really well in most businesses to drive leads and sales and form part of your total marketing package. So I hope that helped. This was just a little mini episode just to cover the the key differences between both platforms. If you do have any questions on this, pop into my Instagram DMs. I'm at katiegriffin underscore on Instagram. My website is katiegriffin.com. And you can sign up for my five-day boot camp on Startbridge Starts on the 22nd of Feb, 
2021. And that is at katie forward slash bootcamp. And I hope to see you there. So I hope this episode has been helpful and I will chat to you on the next episode.